Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Josh Barton, the Executive Director, and Lee Anderson, the Director of Development with the Home of Grace Addiction Recovery in Mississippi. Josh Barton serves as the third generation Executive Director of the Home of Grace. This nationally recognized addiction recovery program has been a beacon of hope for more than 59 years. Josh's grandfather, the late brother Bill Barton, founded the Home of Grace in 1965, beginning at an incredible legacy that his son, Billy, and grandson, Josh, have now had the honor to continue. The Home of Grace has now served over 35,000 individuals worldwide. In 2003, Josh began working at the Home of Grace, working in almost every position before assuming the role of Executive Director in 2013. Josh has a passion to continue the heart of his grandfather and and his father in helping those suffering from addiction and continuing to make the Home of Grace a leader in successful recovery by introducing Jesus Christ as the catalyst for hope, healing, and qualifying those to life. Josh graduated from a business degree from Mississippi College, and he is married to Haley and has three children. It's an honor and a privilege, Josh, to have you on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Chris. I am really excited to get into this interview, but I want to also introduce our second guest as well. Lee Anderson serves as the Director of Development of the Home of Grace. This nationally recognized addiction recovery program has been the beacon for 59 years, as I stated earlier. Lee is a 20-year alumnus of this Home of Grace. In 2023, Lee began working at the Home of Grace following a very successful business career in real estate and franchise ownership. Lee felt a burden in his life to do more for the kingdom and answered a call on his life to return home, helping those suffering from addiction and continuing to make the Home of Grace a leader in successful recovery by introducing Jesus Christ and giving hope and healing to those that qualify in life to be the best that they can be. Lee was born and raised in Greensboro, North Carolina, and is married to Mary Lisa, and they have three sons. It's a delight and a pleasure, Lee, to have you joining us here with Josh today from the Home of Grace. Thank you, Dr. Chris. We're excited about being here. I'll tell you what, I was just with these guys recently, uh, and I've, I've tried to remember the name of the city, but your city in Mississippi is not easy, so tell us exactly where the Home of Grace is. The big city of Van Cleve, Van Cleve, Mississippi. We're b- between Biloxi, Mississippi, and Mobile, Alabama. There you go. So I, I couldn't Van Cleve. There you go. The guys have it. So Van Cleve is is a, a, a part. You got to really look up the, the area to make sure it's right outside of Gulfport. So let me tell a little bit before we start the interview, uh, because I tell you what, I just felt uh, a special drawing to your place. I just felt. Uh, there's a place of peace there, and it's just absolutely magnificent. So let me tell our listeners today a little bit about what's happening today here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. Back in 1964, Reverend Bill Barton Sr. Uh, was pastoring there in Pascaluga, Mississippi, and took 13 men uh, to a, a Christian recovery program, alcoholism, in Toledo Falls, Georgia, and called this the Victory Home. He became uh, convinced that God had called him to establish a home for alcoholics in Mississippi. So we're 
we're talking about dreaming out loud today. And this started back in 1964 and 1965 with the very first clients. And out of his obedience, out of his obedience, he believed that God was going to do something magnificent. And he returned home and asked 18 men to be on board as directors of the Home of Grace. So in 1965, in January, uh, he actually had no electric in the building. And he was the first one to open up this wonderful place called the Home of Grace now there in Mississippi. Since that time, thousands, and you heard in the bios, 35,000 men and women's life have been transformed because of the vision that he had in the early 60s. In today's world, it's hard to imagine that we could dare call anyone a legend, but guess what? Reverend Bill Barton is exactly that, a legend. With a vision in his heart and a few faithful friends, God continued to bless Brother Bill and his wife, Jean, and they founded the Home of Grace and brought light to dark lives that were struggling behind closed doors and in public eye with addiction. So in 1965, the home of grace was continued to be the light in the community and has provided for men and women alike to seek refuge and renewed life from chaos and danger. So that's a little bit about this place that we're going to be interviewing today here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. They have a great mission offering freedom from addiction for Christ-centered recovery since 1965. Their vision is to be the leader in successful recovery by introducing Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? One of the great things I love about this place is that they have decided that they are going to be Christ-centered. Even though it may cut out some government funding, uh, they decided they're going to keep Jesus Christ as a central focus. So a few things that they offer is three-month recovery, individual counseling, group counseling, worship and devotion, classes, workshops, adult education, and the list just goes on and on, guys. And uh, if people think I'm making fluff, I want them to go visit your website, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, and even come by and see your amazing facilities. So I want you guys, if you will, I want somebody just to, to tell me a little bit about the program that I mentioned briefly here in the history, maybe some parts that I left out that you said, ah, oh, we really need to say this. What else could you tell our listeners today about the Home of Grace? I'll start, I guess, and then I'll let Lee uh, fill in some gaps. But one thing I'd like to just share briefly with the, the viewers about my grandfather who started the Home of Grace, just an encouraging note, is he would be one of the most least likely people, if picked out of a crowd, for uh, being a pastor, for starting addiction recovery ministries. He had a lot of physical ailments, born with a cleft palate, cleft lip, no roof of his mouth, <clears throat> and um, just by society standards would say there's no chance that this guy would ever do any of those things. And so the reason I share that, um, not not to just brag on all the things that's happened with the Home of Grace and the magnitude of people's lives that have been transformed and the many other programs that have started because of that, but I think many of your listeners may be struggling sometimes uh, in their own journey to think I'm not qualified, I don't have what it takes, whatever God's calling them to do. And I think that that's an important story in and of itself is that whatever uh, journey that God's called them uh, into to trust that the Lord will provide every piece that they need to do something supernatural, just as he did my grandfather's journey. Um, but yeah, here we are 59 years later. Uh, it's just amazing to see all the different men and women that the Lord has brought to the home of grace in terms of just staffing and board members and volunteers it literally takes hundreds of volunteers along with our uh, almost 50 full-time staff to do what we do here at the Home of Grace. So we're blessed to have, as you mentioned, the individual counseling, group counseling, classroom instructions, adult education programs, 
all those things that make up the home and grace are great quality things, but our clients will often tell you that the most impactful things that happen here are within the chapel services at night. Those are done by volunteer pastors that come in from different places. Um, it's their quality time together when they're out fellowshipping down by our, our creek or playing volleyball yeah. together or fellowshipping in the, in the evenings when nobody's around. That's really where the rubber meets the road a lot of times. I feel like that our staff do a really good job of kind of protecting the bubble, the happy bubble here, and and making sure that we are, um, you know, helping to minister to the men. But you can really see it's obviously the Holy Spirit's guidance that is the real work, the heavy lifting that takes place in their life. Yeah. Josh, let me tell you a little bit about what I saw when I was there a couple of weeks ago. Everybody knows me here on the Dream Out Loud podcast as the five-star guy. I go in and I look and try to find errors uh, in people's development and try to help fix that. But let me tell you what I saw uh, when Lee brought me onto the site the very first time. Uh, for those that are listening, man, you guys have got to see this. I was blown away. Yards, acres and acres and acres of land all fully manicured buildings. I'm not talking about shacks. We're talking about brick housing. Uh, absolutely stunning with the most beautiful landscaping around office facilities, doctor's offices, counseling center. I was just blown away of the beauty of your facility and just the friendliness of the people. The food, uh, they start at 6.30 a.m. and go to 9 o'clock p.m. And I, I, I would drop, I didn't, I didn't get in breakfast at all because it was a little early for me, but by 7 o'clock, there's prayer meetings going on. I was in those. I went in and had lunch with them one day. The food was phenomenal. I had supper with them one night. Amazing. But Lee, one of the things that I was really impressed with in meeting you guys at the Home of Grace was that uh, most of the staff were former clients, including yourself. Some 20 years ago, you was uh, on the other side of that. You were in the housing. You were trying to be free of some dic uh, addictions. You went on to own several, several. And I couldn't even begin to tell our audience how many businesses you've owned since and just gave that up to come back to work there. Tell me a little bit about your experience as a client and now as an employee with the Home of Grace. Sure, Dr. Chris. Thank you. Um, the Home of Grace is the place where I was able to set the world aside and to develop a start of a personal relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, Josh mentioned the bubble and, and that bubble is, is so very important. I mean, we can do classes all day long, um, worldly things, um, GED programs, but important things, um, counseling, uh, a lot of men and women come through our program with lots of grief, um, that they need to, uh, make amends with in their lives. But as Josh mentioned, the, the real rubber hits the road um, in the um, brotherhood of the clients and in those chapel services where um, this bubble that Josh described uh, just allows Jesus the, the time and the place to go work miracles in people's lives. Um, our tagline is, uh, this is where miracles happen. And I like to say that I'm one of those miracles. And, and so are hundreds of thousands, uh, tens of thousands of other men and women uh, have the same miracle experience as me. And it's a, a special bond uh, that we all share with each other. Um, as you mentioned, I, I, I was blessed to, to have a business partner that I met uh, soon after graduating here and um, keeping the Lord centered in our uh, business walk was uh, important to me and to him. 
Uh, so I feel like we were equally yoked in, in those aspects. Um, and the Lord blessed our, our companionship and our businesses. We um, just did great things, I, I feel like. And But the whole time I had this uh, building burden um, that kind of came uh, to a head in my life. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll brag on Dr. Chris for a second. Uh, he was uh, one of my pastors, I, I would call overseers in uh, Roanoke, Virginia. And uh, we were blessed to, to hear uh, his, his preachings and teachings uh, um, more regularly than probably most other folks. And I began to follow you on, on different channels and things. And and really, you're a large puzzle piece of my life for me getting beyond myself of the worry and fear of, can I do this? Is it financially stable to do this? Um, you know, so to, to get beyond myself and just answer the call of the Lord on my life. And, and thankfully, as you mentioned, there's so many other countless folks here that came to know Jesus through the home of grace and have answered that call as well to to pour back in their experiences into the clients that we're serving today. And it just makes us for a, a added richness to the experience of, of our whole program here at the Home of Grace. Awesome. And I want to go ahead and give early uh, in our show tonight, I want to give early the website because I know people's already said, what is the website? So, and we give that at the end of every show, but I want to do it now so that people can make sure that they get it. We're going to do it again at the end, but give us the website that they could come and see uh, what all the hype is that I'm talking about. I've been sharing with people because I just think it's dynamic. I think it's unique. I think it's awesome. I think it's five-star. What is the website that people can visit? Homeofgrace.org. Boy, that's simple, isn't it? Homeofgrace.org. I should have been able to give them that real quick myself. There you guys have it, homeofgrace.org. I want you guys to go on. I want you to log in. I want you to see. You know what? Every single one of us knows someone that can use their service, whether it be an addiction um, you know, from alcohol, drugs, whatever it is, uh, they can accommodate. And we really, really want you. Maybe this is an answer to prayer for someone that's listening today. And the good thing is you don't have to be in Mississippi. You can be in California. You can be in in Japan, wherever you're listening to this broadcast, we want to help you and get you into the right hands. And that's what we're doing today. We are dreaming out loud. Our founders, Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda Chan, uh, they always are about helping people to move into the place of success and to live their dreams. So today we're talking about a man's dream from 1965. And even though he went on to be with the board, I believe in 2012, his dream continues on. And that his son has passed away and now his grandson has taken the position and taken you know, the, the reins and has begun to move this into the next level. So back in 1964 and all this started, there was hopes and dreams. And the thing that I kept thinking, Josh, uh, of your grandfather, when I was there, of course, never got to meet him. But to think, what if he came back down on earth for just a moment to see where the home of grace is? Because I let it out of the bag a little bit here. Maybe there's a new woman's center, a women's center that's coming up as well. You have one, but about an $8 million structure that's getting ready to come together for them as well. What do you think that your grandfather would say today, looking down from heaven with what was a small vision at one time with no electricity, with a handful of men, with uh, a speeching impediment, and now seeing the vision that he had? He was overjoyed and thrilled. He said every our road, our drive that comes in is called Jericho Road. He says every time he turned down Jericho Road, he got chills. It never ceased to thrill him to turn down that road and see 
come out here and see the men and women. And so when he passed away, um, we had already, we had, at our new men's facility, we had built nine cottages, the big, nice brick homes that the men live, but our main administration building was not complete. And so he didn't get to quite see that, but he was already overjoyed uh, with the vision and the, and the future of Home of Grace. And so we have an audio video uh, that he put together back at that time saying that uh, the vision and dreams of Home of Grace has far, far exceeded his wildest expectations. And so, um, you know, he, he would absolutely be thrilled. And I, I share this sometimes, even though he is a pastor and started this, he would say he would dream about heaven often. And he would say, you know, God's not going to need preachers when I get to heaven. So I've already sent up my resume. I want to be a tour guide. And he said, after I've been there for a little while, I'm hoping the Lord will let me use the big conference center to have a home of grace reunion. And he would talk about and dream about all the alumni he could remember by names and places. And he was just thinking about, man, what a reunion that would be to have men and women and their families all coming together for a big home of grace reunion in heaven. Yeah. Wow. And this was a man that was told in college that he would never, never be able to preach because of his speech impediment. Correct. And I was sharing with you when we were just driving and looking at the facilities of man, God uses the most unlikely to do the most incredible. I think God wants us to remain humble and just willing and God can use us. And we're seeing that. And I think that it's a, a testament of your staff of you as the grandson and for generations to come. I'm holding in my hand and I know you listeners can't hear or can't see it, but it's a man and a mountain and God by Bill Barton's story. It's my next book. I'm finishing up one and by tomorrow I'm going to start on this one. You know what? It, there is a dream. There's a dream in every single one of us. And our goal is to make sure that we push that dream out. And at the end of the day, I don't think anybody says, wow, I lived in a great house. I drove a great car. What did we leave behind? What kind of a legacy did we leave behind? Folks, I want you to visit thehomeofgrace.org. Go to the website, look at it, see how you can help. Maybe you know someone that can help. Maybe you have a donation that you want to get to this, this organization as well. Whatever it is that God lays upon your heart, we are helping people change lives, and that's important. So tell me about one of the clients. This is going to be a hard question. Either one of you can answer this. Tell me about one of the clients that you just look back and say, God really transferred their life. And I know you've had right. 35,000, but pick one okay. and share a little bit about I, their story. I'll do that. I, I've got one that really stands out f for me, and I'll let Lee take the next question after this. But, but, I mean, really neat. We do have quite a few alumni that have their own addiction recovery programs nationwide that's very cool, 40 to 80 bed recovery programs. And so those are all amazing stories. But the one that stands out the most to me is what I would consider the one guy that was what I, I would say the worst addict. In other words, when he came into our program, there was not a single vein left in his body that he could shoot up with. Every vein from the end of his arms, his legs were scabs because he would take him four or five times to try to shoot up, uh, to try to get one to take, and it was just scabs. And so he came into our program in really bad shape. About a week and a half into our program, he says, I can't take it, I can't take it, I'm out of here, and he left. So about... A week and a half later, uh, I, I befriended the guy, so I called him to just check on him. I said, Chuck, how are you doing? He said, Josh, I'm doing a lot, a lot better. I'm just smoking crack. I'm not messing with any needles. I said, oh, my goodness. And that was his honest-to-God answer was he wasn't smoking. He wasn't using needles, just smoking crack, and he was in great shape. He ended up in a hospital um, uh, about two weeks after that. The hospital had to give him an IV pick line directly to his heart because they couldn't find a vein anywhere to give him an IV. 
About three days later, he was able to get enough strength that he takes the pick line off, goes home, and tries to shoot cocaine straight through the pick line twice. I go to visit him at the hospital, and they said he left and he took our equipment. So, so I, I drive to his house, get to his house. Chuck, what are you doing? And uh, he said, um, you know, he was trying to just say, I've already taken it out, and I felt his chest. I said, we've got to go back. He said, I'm not going back. I said, they're going to send the police after their equipment. He said, let's go. So I, I bring you back to the hospital. They take take it out. And when they took it out, the pick line, um, he had no idea. He thought it was just a needle right there in his chest. But when they pulled that, it looked like a straw that came out of his chest. His eyes got really big. And that's when he said, man, I tried to shoot up through, through that thing twice and it didn't work. I would have died. He came back to the home of grace. He radically changed his life. His house was the crack house. Our counseling team went back over there, redid, repainted, fixed his house up. His dad lived two houses over. They had not spoken unless they were cussing each other for the last eight years, not a single word. He moved in to take care of his father in his father's last season, uh, last years. Um, his old crack dealer came back over there to sell him crack, and he said, look, I'm telling you, I don't... His, so he ended up sending his crack dealer into the home of grace. Wow. I had to go to court with Chuck and, and share some of this. And the whole courtroom busted out laughing when I told him the story, when he said, I'm not, he said, I'm doing a lot better. I'm not smoking. I'm not using needles. I'm just smoking crack. They all busted out laughing, but it was, he is the most radical transformation of anyone that I'd ever seen from Again, not having a single vein left in his body, had been heavy user for 30 plus years to be sending his own crack dealer to the home of grace. That, that was a pretty radical transformation. Wow. So maybe there's a mom that's listening out there today on the Dream Out Loud podcast and you just needed a sign of hope. Take this from God today that this is your sign of hope right here on the Dream Out Loud podcast. We're talking uh, to the executive director and, and other staff members and hearing stories about some of the clients there at the Home of Grace in Mississippi. You do not want to turn off this channel because God's speaking to you about something to get this, maybe one of your children home. Or maybe there's a dad out there that you tried all that you can do and God is sending you this resource today. And I believe that's what the Dream Out Loud podcast is all about is giving hope, number one, and sending you resources every single Thursday. So we hope that this is blessing somebody. So Lee, what qualifies a person for your program? Really, uh, it's just a sincere desire to get well. Um, you know, the world looks at, you know, addiction, you know, as a, as a medical condition. Uh, we look at it as it's all just sin and a block between us and our heavenly creator, Jesus Christ. The, um, so our philosophy is, you know, we get them spiritually right. And then the Lord comes in into their heart and starts working his magic on whether it be addictions to drugs, alcohol, pornography, um, but also other sins in their lives, um, you know, that, that's, that was the amazing part with me is the, um, you know, I, I, uh, I had hidden agendas behind my hidden agendas, uh, being an addict for eight or nine years. And, uh, and I was good at my having my agendas. The, um, yeah. well, the, as the Lord began to work in my life, um, he just started to um, 
opened my eyes to what my sin nature truly was, um, way beyond the part of addiction, but, you know, getting to the root causes that causes those addictive behaviors and, and only the Lord could reveal those to me. Um, I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, I love the name of, of your, your podcast, Dr. Chris. And, you know, when I came here, I had a dream of just getting clean and starting life over. Um, I was indigent when I showed up here. I came from a good family as well and uh, had Christ in my head, but not in my heart. The um, I couldn't have dreamt the places that the Lord would bring me to as I was a, as I was a client here. Um, I didn't even know they existed to, you know, working deals with private equity groups and, you know, um, staying at the finest hotels in the world and the Waldorf Astoria and Trump International and Doral and playing the finest golf courses and the, and the restaurants that, that come along with those. I, uh, but the Lord just, uh, you know, in, in my walk with him, re- kept revealing to me deeper levels that I could dream to, to achieve you know, greater success for not only myself, but for his kingdom as well. Um, so I, I love the title of your podcast. Yeah, and, and, and we all have a dream inside of us. And the sad scenario is, and that's what I thought when I walked on your own campus, is that so many people have a misconception of what you do. Well, once an addict, always an addict. And you know what? I, I, I met so many people, especially in our first event that was uh, in the program years ago that's now business owners, somebody who owns an asphalt company, people who, who drive Harleys. I mean, just hearing story after story in that first day we were together about had it not been for the home of grace. And now to look at them, you would never know that they were ever a, a, an addict. Looking at you, Lee, and what you've come through and the business and the successes that you have had, extraordinary stories. And there's somebody out there listening today that maybe that's you. You need to have an extraordinary story, and you're on the podcast maybe by accident today that you think it's an accident, but today may be your day of freedom. And that's what we're about here at the Dream Out Loud podcast. We want you to dream. I want you to dream of being free. I want you to dream of owning that business or whatever it is that that you feel like you're supposed to do. People that have come through your program are now pastoring mega churches. That's amazing. It's amazing. God will use the most unlikely. So one of the things I was also impressed, I mentioned this in the bio as well, is you guys are not a government entity. You don't have government funding coming in. Everything comes in through donations. It comes in through um, uh, some some tuitions, those kind of things. So why did you choose to si- simply go by faith rather than going by government? Why did you choose the faith base? Well, we feel like it's our responsibility to do what works. And mm-hmm. we have seen the fruit of what works. And so I feel like that if we were to water that down in any way, shape, or form, then we will not be as successful with those that come to us looking for help. And so therefore, our primary focus is to help individuals. Well, first of all, we found that, uh, as we've talked about all the way through this podcast, that it's the transforming work of the Lord that is the real change. As I mentioned earlier, our counselors do a phenomenal job of counseling. They're certified counselors. They do a great job of classroom instruction, all those things. But I can't tell you how many times they tell me about a, uh, someone they've been trying to crack a code on 
from counseling and teaching and just working with this guy. And all of a sudden he walks into their office one day and everything has changed. And they look, what happened? Well, last night in a chapel service, you can't counsel that. You can't change that. That, that is a direct encounter with the Lord. And so as in Lee, you know, described that perfectly with his own life, you can try to counsel. First of all, you try to counsel or guide someone that's had addiction issues they're almost smarter than the counselor in some ways. They're going to try to manipulate the counseling to be what they want it to be, to get the results of what they want. But when the Lord, in, when they run into an encounter with the Lord and everything starts changing from the inside out, they can't run from that. And so that is the conversations that take place among the cottages at night and in the evening among that body. When they go to chapel and they're walking back from chapel as a group, that is where the real um, transformation starts taking place. And so it's just, I'm just thrilled and honored to get to be a part of the, what the Lord's doing here. And, um, and so it, it's just a blessing to, to see the transformations. Yeah. And I just really believe that the best days are still ahead of you all. I think the dream is still alive and I think the dream is being broadened. And today, literally going around the world, we're hearing your voice and our heart uh, here at the Dream Out Loud podcast is with you all. Uh, again, I can't explain. I can't describe. There's some things you just can't describe. You have to experience and see it. Uh, you was talking about a stream going through your property. There's also lakes with fish there and there's there's gazebos everywhere for people just to hang out and there's uh, then there's a ladies facility just a few miles away i don't want people to think this is just a men's group it's also another one that's equally as nice just a few miles away and then i got to go to your property of where the new ladies facility is going to uh, is going to go up so this is a dream that continues to dream and it continues to go forth so there's a women's program there's a, a men's program so I want to, as we get ready to close things up, I want to hear the big dreams from y'all. What is the big dream for the home of grace? And what would you like to see happen with this podcast? Where do you want, whose ears do you want this to drop into today? So what is your next big dream? Well, we believe the Lord has called us to replicate on a big scale. And so we have been working really hard at uh, getting our model and our processes in a way that whether it's even home of grace replicating in other places or whether we're helping others to do it, uh, we recognize the need for this service. And so, um, in fact, we're launching outpatient counseling right now, virtual. So there might be some individuals listening that uh, aren't able to come to our program, but would like to be able to talk to a counsel, counselor virtually. Uh, that will be implemented by the end of this month. We're going to have that launched. We're opening 30-day programs this year, so those that have work still waiting for them or families where they can't break away for the three months, uh, we're excited about that. But uh, we're just excited about replicating. We, we launched uh, a year and a half ago a Valley of Grace in Kokomo, Indiana, uh, which is an uh, offshoot of our program. And, and we're launching outpatient counseling, as I mentioned. That's actually starting just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. So I just feel like that the Lord will continue to branch out. Um, I feel like he's called us to branch out. I don't know where those locations will be at yet. We're just walking by faith and listening. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what all, where all he takes us in this journey. But we, we do have that, as you mentioned, about an $8 million new women's facility uh, that we're hoping to uh, launch, get started on the fundraising in 2024. Uh, it's going to be a first-class private rooms, private bathrooms, uh, just an absolutely beautiful facility that we're excited about as well. 
Well, I've seen the vision and I know what kind of work you guys do there. And I think that when people go on, on the site, they're going to be quite impressed as well. Uh, so if you're listening today, again, that website is homeofgrace.org, homeofgrace.org. And uh, there was a few beds when I was there that's available. So there's immediate uh, entrance. If yes. there's somebody out there that is ready to be serviced, there's not a waiting line at this point. So you can get right in. But it's, of course, first come, first serve. So if you're out there and you're debating, why don't you make that choice today to change your life? If somebody has a family member that you know that needs an intervention, help that person make that call today. And, of course, again, go to homeofgrace.org. And can somebody give me a phone number? Maybe they want to call. They're not computer savvy. <laughs> So what would be a phone number that they could call at the Home of Grace? It's 228-826-5283. And, and if they're calling for uh, for help, they can just ask for admissions. Okay. So I'd love to give you that number again. It's 228-826-5283. If you're looking for some immediate help, maybe you're distraught today and you are ready to live your dream, call 228 826 Five two eight three, and somebody will be there to assist you and help you. So, um, is there anything else coming up, or anything else that our viewers need to hear today? That's been on the Dream Out Loud podcast as we've been interviewing and talking to the Home of Grace and Mississippi. Any closing thoughts or comments from you guys today? The last thing I'll share, unless Lee has anything else, uh, if anybody's even in this region and would like to really see what we do. Two things. Every Friday we have graduations. They're willing to, uh, they're able to come and just visit, see a graduation. But second Saturday in March will be homecoming, and we have hundreds of alumni, their family, their friends, our financial supporters, all that come together for a big ce uh, celebration. So that would be March 9th for anyone that would like to be a uh, see, kick the tire, see a little bit more about our ministry for Home, home, of, home of Grace Homecoming. Man, and I tell you what they're going to see driving up, Josh, is they're going to see a bunch of woods and a bunch of country land, and then all of a sudden the heaven is going to open up and the home of grace is in the middle of it. So that's exciting. Lee, you have any closing thoughts for us, sir? Just that um, you know, we just have a heart to uh, help the folks that are, are struggling in addiction and just to provide a place and an atmosphere that they can encounter their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and that's what our ultimate mission is here um, it is truly the place where miracles happen. I'm one of those miracles. Uh, there's thousands of others. And uh, we just uh, uh, urge you to consider us if you have folks that are struggling in addiction in your networks. Awesome. Well, thank both you gentlemen for joining us today on the Dream Out Loud podcast. And our viewers and listeners are going to also be dreaming with you that everybody that needs the help that can possibly get to you is going to get that help. And Jesus is just going to supply every need. Thank you for being with us today on the podcast. Thank you for having us. We hope this podcast with the Home of Grace Addiction Recovery Program Executive Director Josh Barton and the Director of Development Lee Anderson has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out more about our products and resources that you heard about today, you can simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com. That's www.dreamreleaser.com. And you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time right here for more inspirational topics on the DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast.